a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. I want to ask you a, a quick favor. We, uh, later on in the program, are going to be taking a look at how life will be lived this weekend. We're kind of facing a new scenario this weekend, if you compare it to last weekend. Last weekend, it was the highest of risk levels, red. And we were to uh, stay home, stay safe, and that was all in an effort to combat this coronavirus. Well, guess what? Our hard work and our patience and our perseverance, to uh, some degree, is paying off. To the extent that the governor has announced that we are now relaxing our level of risk and viewing it now as moderate. That allows for the opening of some businesses. It allows for restaurants to open their doors for dine-in services with certain uh, stipulations in place to maintain good and healthy and wise social distancing. Uh, but what, what you and I are up to here in the state of Utah as we combat this coronavirus, it's paying off. And it's paying off uh, uh, right now. And it is going to allow us uh, to move about a little more freely this coming weekend. When I say free, I don't mean that uh, like the government is granting us new freedoms, uh, but rather we are finding ourselves in a circumstance where our good common sense is paying off. And so when you and I uh, are out and about this weekend, what do you plan on doing? I'll tell you, my plan is to spend some time with family. I've got this new baby girl, Piper. She's adorable. Well, since this coronavirus thing hit, she uh, has become uh, uh, a cousin, an older cousin. There are two more little babies in the family, and we have yet to meet them. Piper has yet to meet her cousin. So we're going to spend time with family. That's what we're going to do. And I may try to get out to the restaurant where my wife and I had our very first date, uh, Copper Onion, if you're curious. going to see if uh, we can get some food there and recreate that little memory. But I would be especially curious to know what you are up to. So if you wouldn't mind, pick up your phone, uh, give a call to 801 801- Five seven five seven six six eight. Again, eight zero one five seven five seven six six eight. That's the the comments line. If you wouldn't mind, just uh, give a call and tell me what you're going to be doing this weekend uh, as you and I move into this orange state of risk. So anyway, that's uh, uh, that's that's my begging for the segment. That's going to be it. Now I'm going to welcome to the airwaves Kerry uh, Gibson. That is a name you have likely heard before. He is seeking your vote uh, to represent you as a congressman. He would like to represent Utah's first congressional district, and he joins me now. Sir, how are you? I'm doing great, Lee. How are you today? Not too bad. First off, let me congratulate you on your uh, convention victory. Congratulations on your uh, your place on the, on the primary ballot. How's that feel? It feels great. It was a tremendous day. I have to commend uh, Derek Brown and the Republican Party for pulling off the first uh, the first ever uh, virtual state convention. Uh, it went off without a hitch, and of course, we are very pleased with the results. Uh, momentum is good, and we are we are super excited to be leading the pack here, uh, heading into the primary here in a couple of weeks. Can I tell you something kind of selfish? Uh, I, I am I am almost a little heartbroken by how well things went online on Saturday. Uh, I'm kind of like a political nerd. Uh, regardless of party, I, I like seeing the folks uh, debating each other, and I like seeing folks face-to-face and uh, shaking hands, and I have uh, almost uh, like a nostalgic kind of romantic affection for uh, the, the state conventions and attending those each year, seeing the big booths and T-shirts and banners and speeches, and to know how or to witness how well things went 
transplant over the weekend just tells me like, oh, shoot, oh, no, is online going to be the way of the future? I so hope that next year and in the next uh, convention that we are able to, uh, to return to some semblance of handshaking and high-fiving. I couldn't agree with you more, Lee. Uh, you know, I'll be honest. I am much more of a shake your hand and look you in the eye type person. And I, I miss that about the state convention. I, I truly do love the opportunity to talk with people individually, get to know their hearts and minds and, and, and get a feel for who they really are. There's something deeply personal about this convention process, which I have always loved and been a, a fan and a supporter of. And so uh, certainly uh, I would have much rather had an in-person convention, but, but, but we, you know, we are, we're in this crazy world, right? Yeah. We've never been in before. And so we do the best that we can and, and try to innovate and, and show, uh, you know, that we can adapt to real challenges. And, and really when it comes down to it, that's really what leadership is about is solving problems and adapting to challenges that we may not see coming, how are the people that we elect going to react to, uh, to challenges when they come up? I think this was a good exercise uh, from that perspective um, that we got to witness firsthand in the convention. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, this this conversation uh, with you, sir, and again, we're, we're speaking to Kerry Gibson, candidate for the uh, first district uh, seat in Congress, is the first in a series of conversations we're going to have with all those who have qualified for the uh, primary ballot, seeking a seat in Congress and for the other uh, positions. I, I want to ask this question of you, and I'll ask it of all the candidates. Please, if you wouldn't mind, real briefly, reintroduce yourself to the audience, and then talk about your strategy over the next few weeks as you prepare for uh, the, the primary election of June 30th. Okay, great. Thank you, Lee. Well, uh, again, my name's Carrie Gibson. My wife, Katrina, and I have six wonderful children and two grandchildren that we've raised here on our family farm here in western Weber County. We are so grateful for the opportunities that we've had to be involved in, in small business and creating jobs and, and just being, uh, you know, the type, of a, uh, the type of a person that we are proud to be. We're, we're grateful for that opportunity. We've learned so many great things uh, here on the farm and in business. We, we've learned uh, about honesty and integrity and hard work, all the things you want your kids to learn when they grow up, and, and they have been able to do that here on the farm. But uh, obviously, I've also had a couple of opportunities to serve, and uh, I served as a state legislator and as a county commissioner, and then most recently as the department as the commissioner of the Utah Department of Agriculture and Food. And so we've we've had good opportunities to uh, to witness firsthand um, some of the challenges that come from uh, because of and from the federal government. We recognize when they. Uh, when they overreach and get into places where they should not. And so um, we feel uniquely positioned in order to truly make an immediate impact for our district. I'm a strong advocate for Hill Air Force Base. Um, I will make sure that we have a prominent leadership role in the management of our of our public lands. This is an issue that I've been working on for uh, many, many years first as a legislator and as a county commissioner, and then, uh, of course, as a, uh, as a Department of Ag commissioner. Um, and, and then we're going to focus as well on, on balancing the budget and fighting that federal overreach and regulation that, that can be so detrimental to small businesses here in our state, and, and especially right now in this crisis that we're seeing with COVID-19. I, I think it's clear that that uh, businesses can't handle additional uh, burdensome regulation and overreach, especially when it comes from the federal government when they don't, they're not able to truly see and understand the day-to-day challenges 
that these businesses uh, that these businesses have. And so uh, we, we're going to we're going to push back as much as we can. I love what the president's doing on reducing those. Uh, his commitment is that for every uh, regulation that we pass, we we eliminate two unneeded and unnecessary ones, and, and that tickles me. That is that is a wonderful way to look at things, considering the proliferation over the years. Sure, rolling back regulation. Uh, you're not going to get an argument uh, about that out of me. Uh, thank you, Sarah. Kerry Gibson uh, has been my guest. He's running for Congress. He has secured himself a position on the primary ballot, uh, and we will continue to follow this race and all the rest. Uh, that will, in all honesty, shape the, the future of Utah and how uh, we interact with Washington and how you are represented in Washington. Kerry Gibson, sir, thank you again for your time. Thank you, Lee. Have a great day. All right, you do the same. Uh, we're going to take a break in just a moment. Uh, we have a few more segments to get to. I want to talk to you about what your plans are this upcoming weekend. I'm going to give you that phone number again. It's 801-575-7668. What I want to hear is, if you would be so kind, share with me your weekend plans. Uh, I want to know how it is that you and your family may be taking advantage of the, the new freedoms that, uh, that we have. We have exercised great discipline and great common sense uh, so far here in the state of Utah as we have together uh, taken on this coronavirus and it's paying off and we are now able to uh, enjoy some of the fruits of that hard work. Uh, we are able to maybe gather together in the dining room of a restaurant, maybe get together with some family and get our hair cut. That's all coming up. Uh, 575-7668. If you wouldn't mind, please send me uh, a line there. We're also going to talk about an effort to archive the experience of Utah. That uh, an effort undertaken by the J. Willard Marriott Library up at University of Utah. That's all ahead here on Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.